Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying that I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas and experiences. I wanted to talk about a book for just a second and also talk about what's been going on today in my life and some obstacles, some more obstacles that popped up today, but I'm trying to see them in a positive way. Normally, those are things that would really irritate me, and maybe they would irritate you too, because again, as I mentioned yesterday, these are things that I'm not good at. These are mechanical things related to my car breaking down the other day, um, but I'm sort of forging ahead, and I'm determined to learn something new. I'm trying to turn this into a teaching moment for myself. Um and as I've talked about in the past in relation to the whole cognitive issues related to complex PTSD, especially if it's from your youth, um, and how those affect you know your learning and your memory, and they can create feelings of incompetence, but you don't have to let that get the best of you, and you don't have to get irritated by it. Um, so anyway, today, uh, as I mentioned in the last podcast, I got a battery charger for my car. Um, I found this nice battery charger and it said to charge it for 12 hours. And I specifically asked the person whenever I bought this battery charger from a local mechanics place here in town, um, an auto shop. I specifically said, um, so I can unplug this from the outlet and then go charge it to my car, correct? Which to me didn't really make sense, you know, but I was just, I asked him because I didn't know. And he said, yeah, you can just, um, you know, unplug it and take it to your car and charge your battery. And I said, okay. So I bought it. I charged it for 12 hours today. I unplugged it and I took it to my car and, you know, nothing happened. And obviously it's because it wasn't plugged into an outlet. But that was why I asked him that question. Because I didn't know if maybe you could charge it and it would maybe put that energy into like a battery system and it's almost like you're carrying a battery to your car to go charge your car but that's not what the case was again I'm no mechanic and this is not my forte so that's why I asked him um, so apparently I either didn't understand what I was asking or he didn't know um, so anyway I had to get a 16 gauge electrical cord um, 16 gauge is basically the thickness of the cord. The reason I'm talking about this is because I mentioned months and months ago about a book that a guy had mentioned to me um, in one of my support groups. This book is called Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. It's by a man named Robert Persig. It's one of the most um, famous modern day books that's considered a philosophical masterpiece that's not an easy thing to do in today's world to create a philosophical masterpiece um, but this book is I believe it came out in the 70s the 1970s and it's not really about Zen Buddhism at all that's kind of just part of the title it is about motorcycle maintenance um, to a degree and basically um, it's about a man who is very analytical and he has a nervous breakdown, and he comes to the conclusion that um, what matters most in life is quality, the quality of your life and the quality of 
the way you live your life and the way you see things. And a lot of it has to do with finding joy in main, maintaining things that maybe you're not familiar with or learning how to maintain things that you're not familiar with. And so that's what I've been trying to do in relation to my car breaking down. I'm trying to see it as something that I should not get frustrated with because I don't know anything about it. I'm trying to see uh, this as a learning experience. And it's like hurdle after hurdle after hurdle, but I'm just going to keep trying to learn something from it. So anyway, my car broke down. I mentioned in the last podcast while I was at the car wash, um, I originally was going to have my car towed to the people who um, were working on it on Friday. And three days after they worked at it, you know, my battery dies. And the place that was working on my car was a battery place. So it made me think immediately they did something to where now I'm going to have to go buy a battery from them. And so I'm instantly suspicious of them. Um, and I, I just don't believe what they're telling me. Um, that's just my, my instinct. Um, but anyway, I went and bought this battery charger and it didn't work originally the way I thought it was going to work. And so today I had to buy this extension cord that I mentioned, and I specifically had to buy a certain gauge of extension cord that would work properly because when you're charging your car, I just learned this today, you have to have that thicker type of cord because this is a big charge. You're charging an automobile. You're not turning a lamp on. Two different things here. Um, so I had to buy a specific type of cord and I bought a 50 foot cord because I live in an apartment building. I don't have a garage and my extension cord has to reach out a certain length. I, th I thought 50 feet was going to be just fine because my car is actually parked really close to my the door of my building. Well, the cord came just to the back of my car, so it wasn't long enough. Again, this could have been a moment where I got frustrated because I've already tried all these things and now it's just another step I have to go through. But I found out that there's a place in town that sells a 75-foot 16-gauge cord. So I'm going to go buy the 75-foot cord on Thursday. The other thing about my car dying is it kind of teaches me or reminds me that, you know, I shouldn't rely on an automobile. I should see, you know, the beauty in maybe going for a walk. So today I walk to work. Um, as I mentioned in the podcast last night, I took a lift as well, and I tipped the lift driver really well. So next time when I need a lift ride, you know, he'll be more likely to favor me over someone else because I tip him well. Um, the other thing I learned today is where I can find a bus punch card. So the bus stop is actually right across the street from where I live, which is great. Um, there's a lot of advantages actually to where I live. And rather than paying $1.25 every single time I get on the bus, um, my boss at one of my jobs told me, you can go get a, a bus card at Walgreens. Well, I went to Walgreens and they ended up being out of the bus card that I was needing, but they told me that I could go to the grocery store across the street and I could get one. So I was able to get a bus card, a punch card. Um, so it, I think it is good for 20 bus rides or something. It was $20. Um, so now I have, you know, access to things that I didn't have before. And it's all because my car broke down. So rather than, you know, griping and complaining 
or being upset that my car broke down. Um, I'm learning ways to live without it and also finding things that, you know, I can invest in like a battery charger and this very specific type of extension cord that I would have known nothing about before. And actually when I called, um, we have a store here in America called Lowe's, um, and that was who had the 75 foot 16 gauge extension cord. And when I originally called to ask about it, I said to the woman who answered, do you guys have 16 gauge extension cords that are 60 feet or 75 feet long? And she said, 16 gauge? And I said, yes, 16 gauge. And she sent me to a guy who was in this section, wherever the extension cords are. And it was interesting because she also didn't know what 16 gauge meant in relation to extension cords. I think whenever people hear the word gauge, they think of like a, you know, a shotgun. So I think what she first thought of was, that's what you refer to in relation to shotguns. And I don't think a lot of people, or at least maybe she wasn't familiar with the, the term 16 gauge electrical cord. And I wasn't either until today. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of do a little episode here about the value of patience and not getting overwhelmed because this is one reason I think I'm talking about this is because it's, it's a huge trigger for my complex PTSD because it's almost like someone's hammering that incompetence thing, which comes from complex PTSD in your youth, because that's what it feels like. This is an unknown subject matter for me. And I'm in a way I'm forcing myself to deal with it because I want to learn something. And you know, that's why I'm talking about it on this podcast, because this podcast is about complex PTSD. Anyway, that was all I wanted to share is, you know, when things like this pop up, try and find the beauty in it, much like that book, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Um, it's good to teach yourself new things. If it becomes so overwhelming that you, you know, you can't handle it, you know, don't, don't put yourself through anything that makes you suffer, obviously, but... I really enjoy just taking my time with this and learning things that I never would have known about and having these tools that I can keep around for the future. Um, that's most of what I wanted to share. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.